0: up and down what else well i'm asking it's a question for everybody please let's answer it sorry no no just give me the graph don't give me the equation i'm not interested in the equation okay. tino is giving me the graph i'm looking yeah go on Do, let me see your graph So it goes up. Can you put that that type of graph? It says, yes, this is what Tino is saying. It goes up. Then it stays steady. And then it slows down. At a point it stops. Then it goes negative. Then it goes steadily negative for a while. Then maybe it will begin to pick up again. Okay, somebody else give me your, 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 your curve. Who else? Anybody? Somebody said it goes like, like zigzag, it goes zigzag, so give me a zigzag one. It goes up, down, up, down, yes. So somebody says that their relationship, if you're going to put it in a graph form, looks a little like this. How many agree? Uh, okay. The Bible says that if we judge ourselves, we will not be judged, isn't it? So this, this morning, we're just assessing our own relationship with God. Anybody else? So Francis, Francis said that his is a plateau, like a straight line. So give us a straight line. So his is a straight line. It's not going up, it's not going down. It is steady. Give me that one. Uh, you don't have that one? Okay. Somebody said that this is a circle. I don't know how. <laughs> How that works. <laughs> Anybody else? Anybody else? Sorry? Up and down. Like This is up and then sharp down. It goes up and then falls. So straight up and straight down. Have you got that? Straight line. Yeah. Straight up. Then before they see they are down. So if you like, the bottom bit is your timeline. So years, decades, whatever. And then the uh, vertical is the relationship with God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So, so today, I, I don't have a sermon for you. I don't have any. Normally, traditionally, I read a scripture and then... Uh, Explain the scripture, and then we have started the service, and then we finish, isn't it? But today, the sermon is just a question. How is your relationship with God? It's a good question. This so, we, some say topsy-turvy. Some say it goes up and it falls. Some say it's a straight line. Some say it's up, then it falls down. Anybody else? Anybody else? Some say that neck is permanently below the bar, give me that one too permanently below the bar we don't know whether there's a physics class it's a, uh, I, I don't know myself all I know is that okay. somebody says the earth is steadily below the water Colossians chapter 1 Colossians chapter number 1 Let's start reading from verse number 9 to 14. Colossians chapter 1, we're going to read from verse number 9 to 14. For this reason, since we also, since we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and to ask that you be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding, that you may walk worthy of the Lord, fully blessing him, being fruitful in every work and increasing the knowledge, increasing in the knowledge of God. Strengthening with all might according to his glorious power for all patience and long suffering with joy. Giving thanks to the father who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light. He has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of his the, of the son of his love in whom we have redemption through the blood the forgiveness of sins amen amen, amen. so P- paul wrote a letter to the church colossian church and he said to them Verse 9, says that be filled with the knowledge of God. Amen. Be filled with the knowledge of God. I believe that what Paul was trying to say to the church was that your lives are, or your relationship with God is like a topsy-turvy or zigzag or it goes up and down and all that type of uh, graphs we have looked at. It, it, because we, are, we as Christians do not take time to relate with God the way we ought to relate with God. Amen. For instance, none of us in this room will be happy to have a spouse or happy to have a a girlfriend or boyfriend whose relationship with us goes any of the the graphs we have shown. Hello? I mean, would you be happy to have somebody who you are relating with and like it's up Sometimes they love you. Sometimes they don't love you. Sometimes you call them, you can't get to speak to them. Sometimes they want to call you. Sometimes you call them, they switch their phone off. They block you, they block you. sometimes. You see them walking with somebody else. You see them going... Hello. Are you going to be happy with a relationship like that? Hello? Oh, I knew the service was going to be like this today. Because I know my people. They go quiet when... <laughs> but it, it, it's going to be it's going to be like this for a while because we'll be talking about this topic and <laughs> oh why are you be they they are trying to intimidate me haven't started they want to intimidate me i don't know developing a stable relationship or developing spiritual stability, if you like. Developing spiritual stability. Amen. We want to develop spiritual stability. You know, when anybody talks about stability, the definition is stability is the quality or the state of being stable. Strength is... To stand or endure firmness, property of a body that causes it to causes it to uh, causes it when it's disturbed from any condition of equilibrium or steady motion to develop force forces or moment that restores it back to the original condition, which means that when there is a turbulence, if the ability for the building to stay firm and back to the original uh, condition is that steadiness that the building has. Amen. Mm. And how many will agree with me that that steadiness comes as a result of foundation? For instance, if, if the, the, the building has no foundation and there is uh, earthquake, you see that that building will fall to the ground. Have you not seen that there are some buildings, when there's an earthquake, they, they, some fall, but there will be other standing? In the same way, if you don't develop a stable or, or that spiritual stability in your relationship with God, when the changing scenes of time happens, you, would, you will be found wanting your spiritual life will go under. Amen. The reason why some were showing the graph that goes up, and then it goes down, then it goes down uh, below, and then it goes minus, and all those funny things, is because life happens. Amen. Sometimes you are believing God for, uh, for something, and you've been praying and praying and praying, and God doesn't answer. You think God hasn't answered. So it kicks against your faith that God is a prayer answering God. So immediately you see yourself not believing anymore. You go down in your faith. You stop praying. At a point you may stop going to church. You may start reading your Bible. You may start doing certain things that you know are fundamental things that you, or you've always done. Because you think that God hasn't answered. Or God hasn't done what you expected him to do. Am I talking to somebody? It's because we all have things that we are believe in God for and sometimes God doesn't answer the way we want him to answer amen but if you have the spiritual stability your relationship will grow and develop and go deeper no matter what the day is no matter what the time is you will still continue in your relationship with God there was a man in the Bible called Job Job suffered many things many afflictions. Job lost all his children and his property in one day. And he said something. Job said that though he slays me, yet will I trust in him. Job had a steady relationship with God. He was steady in his relationship. Most of us, we are steady and we seem to be very, doing well in church. But our relationship with God is really finished. Your, the only time you pray is in church. The only time you read your Bible is in church. But you come for quiet practice. You are dancing. You are cleaning. You are doing things. You know, and everything. And that is the relationship. Your relationship with God is in the surface. No depth to the relationship. So the day challenges come, you don't have anything to keep you stable. Amen. Am I talking to somebody? Today I want you to think and analyze your relationship with God. It is not the church. It is you because you are the church. And I'm asking that if if you were to assess your relationship with God, how close or how far are you? Hallelujah. Forget about all the things you have camouflaged. You see, you can fake everybody else out. But please don't fake yourself. Are you with me? You can fake everybody that you are doing the same thing. You are still powerful spiritually and everything. But don't fake yourself out. There are a lot of us, our lives stinks worse than before we met Christ. And we are in the church of God. The things you are doing now, you never did it when you're an unbeliever. Why? What has changed? What is it that has made you become even worse? It means that your room was swept and garnished but was not occupied. So when the spirit that vacated it comes back and sees that room empty, clean, it goes and brings seven more demons, more wicked than himself, to occupy that, that house, which is you. And the Bible says, and the state of that person is worse than before. Amen. Because our relationship with God is absent. Amen. If you look at verse 9 in 1st Colossians, Paul says something. Paul says that for this reason, we also, since the day we heard it, did not cease to pray for you that. And to ask that you may be filled. Everybody say filled. Go back to that one. He said you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. The word to be filled in the original Greek is to be influenced. When somebody is full of alcohol they don't behave the same as they normally do. (laughs) How many know what I'm talking about? Even Even when they want to do, you know, so they have something called a sobriety test where they will say, Mm -hmm. walk and then touch your nose and then go like that and then walk like that, you know. When they don't have the breathalyzer and they want to do a sobriety test, that's what they do. And you see, as I'm doing it and touching my nose and going like that, it's because I don't have any influence of alcohol. So I'm able to do it. But if I were to be influenced by alcohol, that simple test will not be possible because there is something influencing my behavior rather than my normal Influenced by my mind. Amen. And he's saying that as a Christian, you must have an influence. And that influence be filled with number one. What what was it? Go back. Go back again. Be filled with number one. The knowledge of his will. How many know that you can never develop any relationship with anybody if you don't know what they like? Because you may be doing something that irritates the person. And you don't know. And chances are, they will not be happy with you and they will not like you. And they will not draw close to you. Because you don't know what they like. Most of us, we don't even know what God likes. Because all we know is what somebody has told us about God. But we haven't drawn closer to God ourselves enough. Long enough to hear what God is saying. And you see, the the Christian race or the Christian walk, they say Christian walk, isn't it? It, It's a walk because it is not static. It is moving. It's progressive. So God is a walking God. God is not a God that is static. He's not a statue. A statue stays at the same place at the same time every time. But uh, Somebody who is walking is in motion. And therefore, do not stop. The Bible says, it says, behold, I do a new thing. God is always doing a new thing. God is always speaking and saying something new to you. God is always showing you something that he wants you to do for him. Something that he wants you to do with him. But you can never ever hear it if you don't develop your ear and, and your, to understand what he's saying. Amen. Be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Sometimes our problem is that we, don't, we lack understanding. There's a scripture in uh, Ephesians 5, 18. It says the same thing. It says that be filled. Be not be drunk in wine wearing is excess, but be filled with the spirit of God. Amen. Be filled with the Spirit of God so that in other words be influenced by the Spirit of God. The the Bible says they that are influenced by the Spirit they are the sons of God. So the sons of God are they that are led by the Spirit. Amen. They that are influenced by the Spirit of God. They that know What God is saying to them. They are the ones that are the children of God. So you can trumpet that you are a child of God all you like. And be doing something. But you will see that your relationship will be like that topsy-turvy curve. Up, down, up, down, up. No stability. Amen. Oh, the place has gone quiet. Um, Let us not always like happy messages. I say, let us not always like happy messages. If our Christian experience is to be productive, then it must be stable. Amen. How many agree? If you want your Christian life to be productive, because you, you see the, the scripture we read in Colossians, Paul was saying that at the end, we should become productive members of his body. So God wants us to be very, very productive. But how can we be productive when we are not stable? Amen. Oh, the place has gone quiet. Nobody's responding. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Mm. Mm. You know, the, the, it's a Sunday message. <laughs> in, in, in Galatians chapter 3, Paul was so fed up with the church and he said, Oh foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you that you should not obey the truth before whose eyes Jesus Christ clearly portrayed among you as crucified. This only I want to learn from you. Did you receive the spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? Are you so foolish? Having begun in the spirit, are you now being made perfect by the flesh? You have started very well. You started... Everybody knew you were born again. Everybody could tell that your life has transformed and changed. And now you are in church, you are drinking. Now you are in church, you are worse than a drug addict. Now that you are in church, you are worse than a prostitute. Can I, can I go on? Can I preach? As you preach? I should preach. Am I in the house? Okay. If he says I'm preaching well, then the rest of you, you can. Having started so well, now your life is a shame. Because you're perfecting flesh, maneuvering, lying, cheating doing all sorts of fraud and things. Every time you are lying, every time you are being dodgy, your life has become a mismatch of dodgy things. Have three, four girls you think nobody sees. Listen, if you look straight and you smile, they won't know I'm talking about you. Yeah, you are not ringing with conviction, so put the bell down. Leave the bell alone if you are not going to ring it. Are you so foolish? Have you started in the spirit and up in the flesh? Come to check. You've heard all the messages. You have had everything. But your carnality is growing even more and more. You Either the word is not powerful or there is something wrong with you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> hey. <laughs> me ask a question. Would you be happy that you've gone through everything, marry somebody, and now that you are married to the person, the person never stays home. The person now lives practically with somebody else. You have put the ring on her finger. You have put the ring on his finger. But You can't find him. Two weeks, three weeks, four weeks. Never been home. I can't find my baby. How would you feel? And you see, we never think about it that way. Our relationship with God is a love relationship. He has paid. He has bought us. He has our bride price. He has put a ring on our finger. He has called us his bride and he cannot find us because we don't come to pray. He cannot have intercourse with us because we are never there. (laughs) We are not study In our relationship, in our work. You see, when we say study, a lot of us are thinking that study, being steady, means being static. But you see, in God, it's like walking up a stream. Our relationship with God is like walking up a stream. You see, when you're walking up a stream, that is flowing downwards and you are trying to walk up, means you are walking against the tide, isn't it? And you see, when you stop, you are going back. So for you to be steady, it means that you have to keep moving. Your momentum must take you, otherwise you are going back. So when you stop praying, you are going back. When you stop reading the Bible, you are going back. When you stop, you know, fellowshipping in the house of God, you are going back. When you stop the things that you used to do, you are going back. You are never ever stable, and it's like as I started, that is where I am. No, you are not there because the current of life moves you backwards. Hallelujah. See, now my backseat preachers are trying to. <laughs> Hallelujah. Am I talking to somebody? Today, I believe God sent me to talk to you. He sent me to talk to you about becoming spiritually stable. Becoming, growing deeper in your life with God. There should be a clear difference between before and after. You can never ever be, when you are born again, when you are not born again, you are a better person than now. People could work with you and people could bank on you because you were, you were dependable. And now that you are born again, you are born again unto what? Were you born again unto the flesh or born again to the spirit? Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So we are going to look at how we can really. Move this curve. Upwards. Upwards. Hallelujah. The place has gone so quiet. I don't know whether... (laughs) Ephesians chapter 6. Verse verse 10. Ephesians says that finally my brethren... Be strong in the Lord, and in the power of what His might. His might. So He's talking about now. Become steady, become stable, develop some spiritual stability, and the way to do it, He said, that finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord. You see, you see, um, when when Paul. Was talking and said that finally, he has said so many things. He has said from verse chapter 1, chapter 2, chapter 3, chapter 4. Now he's about to end his letter to the church in Ephesus. And he's saying that finally, when somebody says finally, now it means that the last and the most important one is what I am about to tell you. And he said that after everything that I've said to you, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord. Be strong. Don't become a topsy turvy Christian. Don't become a pendulum. Today you are up, the next day you are down. Today you are on fire, the next day you are down. Today you are praising God, the next day we can't find you. Don't become somebody that is not dependable. Be strong in the Lord. And in the power of his might. Then he goes on to show us how we can be strong in the Lord. Okay. He goes verse 11. Put on the whole armor of God. That you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Now if the Bible you are using belongs to you. There's a word I want you to circle. And that word is whole. Whole. The reason why we are not steady in our relationship with God is that sometimes we don't put the whole armor of God. We have some on and some off. But it doesn't work. That, that um, armor is whole. Which means that it's a set. It's full. Amen. Amen. It's a package. You cannot put some on and put some and and omit some. The church today, we have some on and some off. We have selected the ones we like and left the ones we don't like. And that is how come we are not stable. That is how come we are not strong in the Lord. That is how come we are not in the strength of his might. Amen. Amen. Now, incidentally, this is, I'm adding this to it. Incidentally, there are two types of armor. This is not in the scripture, but I'm adding it. There are two types of armor in a Christian's life. We have the inner armor and the outer armor. The one we are talking about now is the outer armor. The inner armor, I don't know which one to do first. Which one do you want me to do first? We should do the inner one. Okay, so the inner armor can be found in Galatians chapter 5. Verse 22, 23. But the fruit of the Spirit Now, just circle the word fruit and mark to understand that it is not fruits it is not fruit s it is fruits which means that it is also a whole armor Did, did you get it so when we're talking about he said that put on the whole armor of god even though they have many facets, he's talking about a set. And then when you look at this, he says that but the fruit of the Spirit, which means that even though he's talking about different facets, he's talking about the whole. Am I making sense? But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control against such there is no law. All the nine make one. A Christian without self-control is a Christian who is about to become flesh. I don't care how spiritual you are. If you don't have self-control, I'm working backwards. If you don't have self-control as a Christian, you will not do well. And you see, when he says self-control, it means control self. self? I was wondering where you were. Yeah, <laughs> my my backseat <laughs> preacher. Now, now, the, now, I'm going to enjoy the message alone. I don't know about you, but I'm going to enjoy the message from now onwards. Because my assistant has come. My cheerleader has come. The rest of you, you are quiet on me. He says, self-control, I like to say control self, means God is not part of it. Most of us, we are praying that God should control ourselves, But God is not part of this equation. It's you and control. And it's inside. It's not part of the outer armor. It's part of the inner armor. To learn how to control your appetite. How to control your lust. How to control your stomach how to control your eyes how to control your feeling how to control your pride you know there's a scripture there's a scripture in first john 2 15 that says that love not the world neither the things that are in the world for if anyone loves the world, the love of the father is not in him. Let's read on, read on. For all that is in the world is what? The last of the flesh, the last of the eyes, the pride of life is not of the Father but is of the world. And the world is passing away and the last of it. But he who does the will of God abides forever? Amen. Amen. Go on, next verse. Little children, it's the last hour as you have heard that the Antichrist is coming. Even now many Antichrists have come and by which we know that we are in the last hour. So see, if you are in the last hour, you have to watch these things. Last of the eyes. Last of the flesh. The pride of life. Are you with me? So ask yourself anytime you feel like I, 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 I I deserve better. I deserve I, I. Pride of life. I want, I want, I want. Last of the eyes. I feel I feel I feel last of the flesh too much feelings too much hello the, the, some don't even want to look at my face at all excess feelings excess feelings it is not everything you feel like doing that you must do For instance, I'm feeling like we win now. Should I just take my trousers off and we here? Are you a child? Because you feel like we win. Because you feel like. Because I feel like we win. Listen, I've told you my friend is called Billy One. And that was the name I used. And he said that if I'm going to use his name moving forward, because he listens to the message every time. As I'm talking now, he's watching. He says that I should make sure that I use his name for good examples and not bad. Because he doesn't like the way I'm always using his name for bad examples. you don't just weep because you feel like we control, control yourself yeah. see you cannot it's not everything you can pray tongues to control it's not everything you can say jesus and then you control i know people who are going to fornicate and on the left on the, lift, yeah. on the yeah. stairs there's the mother but they are going Uh, tongues won't stop it break, 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 break I said tongues won't stop it tongues don't stop some things you have seen a naked woman Jesus my no he says flee youthful ass run Am I seeing right what is happening here? No, no, run. Let me look again. Let me just double check. Let me double check. No, it can't be. <inaudible> Let me touch it then. Someone say self. Control. Control. Someone say control, control. self. song that we used to sing and those times rap hadn't come it was one of the first songs they had a bit of rap in and there were some people in some part of the world who couldn't speak English very well but they are the abundance and they play band and it was one of the songs that they they play and so when it gets to that rap part You get now, you sum down, you sum down. Control! Cool is mine, brother. Cool is mine. Cool is mine. mine. You don't know the song? Cool it now, new edition. (laughs) (laughs) You hear them, you get now, you sum it down, you come down. They're just saying (laughs) something. And at the end, all the bandsmen will shout Control! Self-control. I'm, I share this funny joke so that in the, in the next time you are trying to do something you, you know you shouldn't do. Remember? Remember you can't tell you can't maintain, control. There you go. Walk opposite. Yeah. Learn to control yourself. Go back to the inner. We are talking about the inner. The last bit. I'm on the last bit. Self control. The next one, gentleness. Gentleness. Yeah. If you are self controlled, you'll be gentle. You see, gentleness is not weakness. A lot of people mistake gentleness for weakness. Learning how to be gentle is having all the control or having everything under control. All the wild things you could be doing, you have it under, under control, under wraps. So you look gentle. It's inside it's the armor that you have to put on inside. And you see, if it's an armor that has to be put on, means God cannot put it on for you. You have to put it on. I cannot take a baby's, um, what do you call it, jacket and try and put it on for the baby. I'm wearing it so that the jacket, the baby will be warm. No, no, it's not my size. The baby has to put it on. Amen. Amen. Next one, so 22. Faithfulness. Faithfulness. The word faithfulness comes from the word anchor. Which means stable. Stable. There's a scripture in in um, was the was the was the verse? I think they've changed to one. Is it that a man must be found faithful? First Corinthians four two. Is it four two? Four two. First Corinthians four two. More writers who are required among stewards or Christians that a man be found faithful. So faithful means steady. We know we can trust you. It doesn't matter what happens. We can trust you. For instance, I am a faithful member of the church, which means that it doesn't matter what comes, what goes. I'm in church. I'm going to be here. It doesn't matter whether tomorrow morning I have an exam. It doesn't matter whether I, am, I haven't slept all night. This is where I am. I need to be. It doesn't matter what comes and what goes. I am here faithful. Are you getting what uh, Faithfulness. God expects faithfulness in his relationship with you. God expects you every morning to be praying. Faithfully praying. Faithfully reading the Bible. Every night. Faithfully reading. Faithfully praying. Whatever time you, you and God meet, you must be there Faithfully. What you are supposed to do, you faithfully do it. You are committed to it. You are committed that any increase that comes, you give a tenth to God. You are faithful in your tithe and offering. You are faithful. See, nobody can preach faithfulness into you. Can't do it. You have to decide to be faithful. And it's a, a conviction that comes from within. It's not without. It's something that you decide that from today, I'm going to do this. From today, I'm going to do that. You know? It is not the ring that you put on the finger of the spouse that makes them faithful. It's a decision. They say that, uh, what, what did they say last week? Here, yeah. they said something, isn't it? forsaking all others, cleaving only down, only unto you, in sickness and in health. They did it here last week. They were standing here. In sickness and in health, in poverty and in riches, for better, for worse, till death do us apart. It is a decision. Faithfulness is a decision that you have to decide, for or for that for better or for worse, I am going to be faithful. You see, relating with an unfaithful person is the most painful thing that you can ever do. The Bible says that, when you trust somebody who is not faithful, it's like a broken tooth. Or a dislocated joint. is the most painful thing. You can't know whether the person will be here or not. You can't trust them. Because it's a hit and miss. They can't, they, now you see me, now you don't see me. When you don't see him, you don't see him. When you see him, you see him. not a faithful person. You cannot build life, build anything with an unfaithful person. Cannot build anything. Ministry. You cannot build a life Anything, a, a business with somebody who is not faithful. Somebody who is not trustworthy. Somebody who says something, but they don't do what they are saying. When they say, I'll be here, don't trust what they are saying. Get a backup. <laughs> because they might not be. Have you seen people like that? And when they come, they don't even show any remorse. It's as if nothing has happened. It's as if they didn't do anything wrong. You were expecting them to be here. They, they were not here. Then, then they come and say, oh, nothing is happy I'm flowing. No, no, no. This is an unfaithful person. Can't trust them. <laughs> the next one goodness. Someone say, goodness. Most Christians are not good. Discuss. (laughs) 20 20 marks for the answer. (laughs) Goodness. Listen. It's a decision to be a good person. It's a decision. You can decide that I'll be a good person. The Spirit of God, I cannot pour oil on you, then you become good. Good oil. It doesn't happen. I cannot <clears throat> preach and preach until you become good. You must decide that today, what you have heard, you have taken a decision that I'll be a good person. Am I talking to somebody? Yeah, I'll be a good person. Yeah. Because part of Christianity. The first sign of Christianity is goodness. We expect you to be a good person. So when unbelievers see you, what they are expecting is somebody who is a good person. Because that's a sign that you are a Christian. But if you are a bad person, we can't trust you. Come, are you listening to me? Be a good person. Be a good person. Let somebody be able to depend on you that as for this person, they will come through for me. It don't matter. They will come through for me. Because I can trust him. He's a good person. He's a good man. Next one, be kind. Zambu are good, but they are not kind. Yeah. <laughs> when you ask them, say, Oh, left. you should have come early. I just gave it to somebody. Well, they, they have it there. They look very, 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 very good, but they are not kind. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they are so, Oh, listen, let me pray for you it to be well. God bless my sister. In in James he says that if somebody comes to ask you for food and then you say go on your way it to be well with you and be filled and bless them. You bless them spiritually and you have been, what have you done? learn to be a kind person i said learn to be a kind person it's an armor that you have to put on and it's inside it's not outside be kind some of us our words are very hurtful no kindness in the words whatsoever ah. <laughs> Eventually. <laughs> You have, you have to be talk you have to talk to Kieran. He's been giving me very bad. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let to be kind. And then long suffering. The ability to suffer long at one thing for one person. The person is always stepping on your foot. It is hurtful. Rather than shouting and kicking the person or pushing the person. do You feel like kicking me or pushing me? That's ow. You know, she just kicked me. She hasn't got long suffering. <laughs> you see, I knew she was gonna kick, kick me. That's why I did. It was a test and she failed. It was a trap. <laughs> she fell. <laughs> you see, she kept her foot there for a little while as I was stepping. But it wasn't long. But it wasn't long. Then she kicked me with the other foot. Some of us we are like that. We can't wait. We are not patient with people. One, two, back on my shoe. Three, four, shut the door. Five, six, you pick up a stick if you like Come. No, no. I said no. No. Be patient with people. If God wasn't patient with you. I said if God wasn't patient with you. With yourself. You you know yourself more than anybody in this room. If God wasn't patient with you. You are not patient with people at all. You can't tolerate nonsense. Yeah, don't tolerate nonsense. The small thing that they've done to you, look at how you are. You don't tolerate nonsense. But look at what you do to God all the time. Yes. And it's cool. He's suffering long, He's suffering long for you. <laughs> look at what you've been doing to us in the church. And we have not said it. We have not sacked you yet. We are cool. We are suffering long for you. One day. (laughs) Hallelujah. Peace. The scripture says that as much as dwells within you, live peaceably with all men. Learn to be peaceful. Learn to be at peace with all men. You know, anytime I I read the scripture, a story comes into mind. Uh, It's not a good story, so I don't know whether to tell you or not. (laughs) We used to live in an apartment, and there was a man upstairs. There was a man downstairs. And I think the man was not too... To our right there, and you know we used to put the bin in front. There was a front of the. You know we come downstairs, then outside. There's the bins that we put the bin in, and I don't know whether the man was just angry with us putting the bin in front of his window all the time. So one day we went to church or went somewhere. When we came. He had packed the bin from outside and put the bin in in a corridor on the steps where leading to our flat. And so, and the way he had done it, like there were maggots and things. So I came and I saw it. (laughs) (laughs) And I banged on his door and he opened the door, and I took him by the neck and I lifted him up and his legs were. <laughs> <laughs> then I shook him. Then I told him, move everything outside. So he moved the thing. But I think the, the evening or so, when I went to sleep, that's the scripture I read. <laughs> But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, and my heart smote me. This was many years ago. Do you remember the story? How many years would it be? About 18 years ago. Many years ago. I've never ever. So anytime I read the scripture, I remember that scene. I remember that man. The next, sorry? I think after I treated him nice, I went and got some things for him. (laughs) But my heart smote me because I was not peaceful. I could have taken the trash out and left it because really the man wasn't well. But I went to shake him. <laughs> I had to put the fear, fear of God inside. When I was climbing back the stairs, oh, pastor! <laughs> uh, it's real, it's real. I'm telling on me. So, yeah. The next one, joy. <laughs> the next one is joy. Hallelujah. a joyful person. Some of us are too miserable. Christ cannot live inside of you because you are too miserable, too depressive. Mm. No, stop it. I said stop it. Joy is a decision. Have you not realized that the poor people are more joyful than richer people? I remember we went on a on a tour. We went on a gospel tour, and um, we went to uh, South America, some poor countries in South America. And the way they worship, the way they dance, the way they cry, the way they give. And we from there we went to Baltimore in America. Same um, preaching. And then we on the stage, the dance nobody dances in the church. Nobody's worshipping. There was no joy. And then on the stage, when they come to give offering, one dollar, one dollar, one dollar, one dollar, one dollar, one dollar, one dollar. the dollar looks green. The twenty dollars also looks green. The hundred dollars also looks green. So you, when they are bring, you think it's but you see when you go near the one dollar, one dollar, one dollar. $1. On the on the South American stage, fifty. 50, 20, 50, 20, same dollars. 50, 20, 50, 20. Yeah. And they don't have. But they have joy. And they are generous. And they are happy. Yes. Happiness is not about the abundance of the amount in your pocket. Yeah. It's, a it's a decision. Learn to be happy. It's a yeah. see, you see, that even in some churches, some pastors preach. And they're always hungry. No, 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 no. It doesn't make people understand the message any better. <laughs> you know, like, I'll make them shake today. No, no, no. Me, I'll be, You'll be shaking and then you'll be laughing and then you'll be shaking. It's good. So you put a little sugar with the, with the medicine. bitter medicine. It works. Amen. It's, it's a decision. Live in joy. It makes life Better. Amen. Amen. Decide that my house will have joy all the time. Amen. Stop being a head mistress, a headmaster in the house. <laughs> no. Sometimes you come to my house. We have a DJ. We have singers. We have backup star uh, uh, <laughs> DJ, and we are all dancing. See the. the my children, these days I don't like doing that with my children because now it's this Instagram and whatever when you are dancing with them before you realize one day we were all dancing in the house no no I was dancing on the internet <laughs> oh I went to a, a preach in a church when I got to us I, I was preaching that people were laughing and I didn't know why they were laughing Later on, they came and said, Oh, Pastor, come and see. <laughs> this is me in my room ja- dancing. Yeah. From that day, when they are doing their Phoebe radio, I don't go near them. I just, <laughs> because I know that they'll record me and go and put me on the internet. But learn to have joy. You I come to my room, then they have popcorn on their bed and they are watching. You see, grown men and women are lying on one bed like mice. (laughs) And then they are eating popcorn and watching. I said, We are too grown, get out of this room. (laughs) Uh, But it's good. I said it's good. Yeah. Yeah. Always attract joy around you. It makes you live longer. Hallelujah. Amen. Love. is also a decision. So can you see the armor is a package? It's a package. If you want to be stable in God, you cannot put only the outer armor and leave the inner armor. You have to put the inner armor and put the outer armor on. My time is up. Next week, we'll talk about the outer armor. Hallelujah.